Thanks for listening to the Best of Coast to Coast podcast. And if you want to hear more than just this highlight from the show, become a Coast Insider and you can listen to the complete program, plus recent episodes about out-of-body experiences, the scientific search for extraterrestrial life, and biblical prophecies, which may have foretold our current state of global turmoil. So head on over to coasttocoastam.com and sign up for Coast Insider to catch up on what you may have missed from coast to coast. Now here's a highlight from Coast to Coast AM on iHeartRadio. Welcome back to Coast to Coast. Glenn Rhodes with us. We'll get to your calls as well. Glenn, somebody's got to get to Jeff Bezos from Amazon because when the power goes out, Amazon's out of business. Yeah, that's right, George. And there are some people that are taking the lead on it. For example, Colorado State University, and I'm on one of their advisory committees for their uh, communications department. But believe it or not, there are people like, uh, or I, I should say communities like, for example, Madison, Wisconsin, uh, Boulder, Colorado, um, Berkeley, some of the more progressive places that just want to get off the grid. They, they, they are doing it for climate change reasons. But believe it or not, there is a parallel to what we're doing, too, because one of the messages that we found on early on was that why not kill two birds with one stone? In other words, as we get off the grid, let's make sure that they're resilient, because right now we don't know. I mean, we know that power, solar power panels are pretty resilient. We sent them into outer space, obviously, on the Viking, Pioneer, Pathfinders, and other things. But we don't know how the control systems will last. And George Baker, who's on the EMP staff, has told me, Glenn, uh, remember that people, when you go out and talk, they're going to say, hey, I want to get off the grid. I want to just go solar. And it's not that simple, George. We have got to design the parameters for resiliency before they leave the CAD, before they leave the drawing board. We can't do it after the fact. And as an architect, you know, one of the things I've been always taught was you've got to have the design parameters in order to uh, uh, get a statement of work and then build your product, right? Well, we don't want to make the same mistakes again. For example, Puerto Rico, we're now in in an opportunity to recreate that. We need to recreate the power grid with an all-hazards approach. We don't want to put in toothpicks anymore. We want to have it resilient so it's able to withstand hurricanes, multiple hurricanes, an EMP, a solar. And we have got to quit looking at the glitzy, smart, sexy things that come down the pike that people say, hey, we've got a new people mover that can, you know, shoot a person from, you know, let's say Cheyenne, Wyoming to Colorado Springs. (laughs) And I say, wait, no, the Department of Regulatory Agencies here in Colorado, I challenge them to say, you're not putting anything in our state unless you can prove that it can be uh, resilient to all hazards, cyber uh, EMP, radio frequency weapons, and we've got to put a design parameter in there for all hazards. And CSU is, is believe it or not, CSU is trying to get off the grid. They have, are now in working with a proposal for a $350 million project to completely take the, it'd be the first university in the world that's been completely off the grid. So my my theory, or I should say my suggestion, is that we get a Bezos or, or maybe a Uh, Bill Gates or Elon Musk to say, hey, we're going to endow CSU with a massive fund to say we're going to keep the the message alive and going. We have to have resiliency and renewable energies side-by-side partnering for resilient future. Or you would think every major power company in the country would kick in to do this. 
you. I, I would even pay a little bit more on my electrical bill, Glenn, as a as a as a surtax to help get this done. Yeah, yeah. It's uh, for whatever reason. I I just don't get it. I mean, these people have families like everybody else. And I had a power company executive come up to me and say, "Hey." Glenn, um, all the power uh, transformers were, are completely resilient. We've done the modeling. And I said, no, you haven't. You, you show me where you've done the modeling that, that says these are resilient. And even if we gave them the benefit of the doubt to say, okay, let's say your power transformers do survive. George, we have millions and millions of SCADA devices. You know what those are, the supervisory mm-hmm. data control acquisition devices that keep our infrastructure going. And those things are highly susceptible to cyber and EMP pulses. And as we get lower and lower voltages on these control devices, they're more and more susceptible to destruction from an EMP or a radio frequency weapon. We've got to wake up. We've got to wake up and think about the future. Let's design parameters in there that says, you're not putting stuff in there. You're not putting fancy stuff in my state unless you can show and prove to me, especially critical life-sustaining infrastructures, that it's going to power through. I don't, I could give a hoot about you know designing a new mouse. I'm talking about stuff that keeps us alive. We have got to introduce design parameters for what I call an extreme catastrophic electromagnetic event. That's an ECEE. And that missing parameter will help future generations to survive. Anybody who has a child should want this done for the protection and the safety of their kid. Absolutely. Listen to more Coast to Coast AM every weeknight at 1 a.m. Eastern and go to coasttocoastam.com for more.